Hello, and welcome back to the Kettner's Clueless Conversations podcast. Um, my guest this week uh, is myself. Uh, just a little explanation. Uh, life has gotten really busy in the last couple weeks. I've been uh, working a lot more, doing a lot of swimming lessons. I've been bouncing back and forth between schools. And so life has gotten busy, and um, it's been really hard to find a guest. I know I didn't have an episode last week. That's when it really started. Um, but the good news is uh, I am being I, I am busy, and that's that's a dramatic change from what was before. Um, still going to try and do a podcast every week, if not every other week. Um, just kind of depends on how how it goes. And here comes my dog. Um, <laughs> it's going to be more of a laid back episode today since it's just me and. Uh, my wife may yell a few things uh, if I ask her to. I hope so. Right, Josie? Hi. That didn't answer my question. Right. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, there's a little update. Um, and so we're going to get started. I, my Josie uh, was kind of laughing when she wrote this down. And so uh, our topic today is... Pipe organs. Um, I did not read that as pipe organs at first. Uh, so pipe organs. Oh my goodness. So, let's see. Obviously, we're going to start with the history. So the history of pipe organs. So, oh. When man was created, <laughs> he was... We, we were created to make a joyful noise. And, you know, we found, we found things to, to kind of that make different sounds. And obviously you have your percussion where you, you, you like, beat the tar out of, out of things with sticks or your hands. Um, uh, you have your strings where you, you know, pluck and pluck and go. And it makes different sounds depending on where you pluck the string. Um, but the pipe organ, I do not have a lot of experience with pipe organs. So I'm going to say that probably some, it's very similar to the piano, obviously, except you have like different, different stages of keys. I believe there's like a top stage and then like a bottom stage. And I'm not quite sure what they do. I don't know what the difference is. But I'm supposed to be talking about history. So, <clears throat> after the piano was invented, um, and this could be totally wrong, but after the piano was invented, they, the, the people were like, you know, we have these instruments that we blow into, and they make, they make a really cool sound. So, why don't we combine that, this, this blowing uh, through a pipe sound and add it to a, like a giant piano? And so, with, with that being said, they, they set out, they did their thing, and they, they full-on just went all out. Like, building-size instruments in, like, cathedrals. And so, like, when you play it, it echoes, and the, the sound that it makes is, like, terrifying. And I feel like they, they started it with, with, like, in the church. I feel like that's where they wanted that grandiose sound, so that you were overwhelmed by the sound with the emotion. Like, it was an emotional song that 
probably would have been played. Um, and it, it, it's supposed to get you kind of in that, in that mindset of overwhelming whatever. Um, the, the one, the one song that I, I know has been played on something like this is, uh, oh, I'm going to say it wrong. It's like the Fugue in G minor by, I think it's Mozart. Um, and that one just is a, I remember listening to it for the first time and it just, it's one of those songs that if you are in the building, it would just blow you away. Like it has a very eerie sound. But at the same time, it has a very intense sound at the same time. And so, obviously, you have the pipe organs back in Mozart's time, Beethoven's time. Um, <clears throat> nowadays, I mean, you, you can find them in cathedrals all over the place. They're really involved in the, the churches. Um, but other than that, I don't really know any other buildings that would have a giant pipe organ Josie, what do you... Have you ever seen a pipe organ, Josie? Um, when, we, when we went to Romania, at the one church we toured... I don't know if you were with us, actually. In Brashov? Probably not. The, the Ash Church or whatever it was? No, nope. I was not... Th- oh, oh! No, no, I, I've never... Okay. Well, there was a really big one there. Okay. So if you guys didn't catch that, uh, the one she saw was in a in a church in Brashov, Romania, um, the Ash Church. The one I saw was also in Romania, but it was in Alba Jubia, Ubia, I don't know, I think it's Ubia, uh, at another giant church. I don't remember what it was called, but it just just looking at it, it, it's intimidating just to see, and I imagine it's just as intimidating hearing in person. Never gotten to hear one in person, but I imagine it'd be overwhelming. So, now that we have, well, we've kind of done the history. Uh, Story-wise, I mean, I kind of told a story about it. Um, Man, pipe organs. I guess I'll tell you what I originally thought it was. I saw the word organs, and I saw pipe. I saw pipe. So the the first image that came to my head was uh was like veins, you know, and like the veins are like the pipes for the blood that's going all through your body, and really, if you think about it, it's kind of the same thing with a pipe organ, like the 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 air. Oh, so I don't even know how they get the air in there. Like, is there a vent? What do, you, do, you, do you know if there's, like, a, a vent that intakes into... I don't know. The one that I saw was, like, built into the church. I know. So I wonder if there's, like, a like a window. Not a window, but, like, a... Right. I mean, there has to be some sort of ventilation. ventilation yeah, I... The air go into and out of. I mean... Well, the air, the air comes out of the... But if there's any excess, yeah. I. There probably, I mean, air will fill any space that. Yeah. It's allowed to, so. I'm excited to look it up. I'm not gonna lie, cause I want to see how it's done. Cause that is something that you know you don't think about it until it comes up, but it's really like a. A, a feat, yeah. really to like, 
create something that big and <clears throat> I don't know. We not in, so I've not talked about it in my music class now. Uh, back in when I was like a freshman at at the community college I went to, uh, with music appreciation, that's where I heard the organ fugue in D, mi- D minor, and it was um, <clears throat> that was performed in a church. Uh, I know there are knobs. I know there are knobs that do something. Like, you pull them, and it makes a different sound. There are, like, and you have a bunch of foot pedals that do something, too. Yeah, I don't know if it changes the flow of the air. I was going to say, probably similar to the piano, where... It's like a sustain yeah. and a... Ah, I don't know. It's... I feel like it's a giant bagpipe. You know? Yeah. Like, it's got, like, the air bladder, and, like, when you do something, it pushes the air... I don't know. I'm really, like, wanting to... I don't have much more to talk about it. Because, one, it's just kind of just me. And, two, I don't know a whole bunch. I've always been perplexed. So this one's just going to be kind of a, a learning episode. So I guess, without further ado, we'll go to we'll go to Wikipedia to see what, what all is... Uh, what's all going on? Uh, pipe organ in Wikipedia. It's a wind instrument, obviously. (laughs) All right, so each pipe, so the reason there are so many pipes is because each pipe is a different note. Makes sense. Like, each key kind of corresponds with a a pipe. Hence why they're huge. Right. Um, I, I am terrified like i have this i don't know what kind of phobia it is but seeing things that are giant and like being next to them just gives me this weird feeling and more so in the water but just in general standing next to things that are bigger than what they're supposed to be it just gives me the heebie-jeebies so all right let's see what it was developed in the 3rd century B.C. So... It's megalophobia. Megalophobia. Lovely. Um, so I was a bit off by like... Three hundred years-ish. So not that bad. I, what was your guess? My guess was like when the church started. And, you know, depending on what church, I guess, that's not too far off. Um, so they're, they have one or more keyboards, so I got that right. Um, called manuals, and they're played by the hands, and they're played by the feet. Which, so it's like it has three keyboards, really. Yeah. So you're playing with the three. So your feet are also playing notes, that's terrifying. It has a continuous supply of wind, but I don't see how it comes in. So the smallest size has one or two dozen pipes, and the largest can have over 33,000 pipes and seven manuals or sets of keys. That is terrifying. That's a lot of notes. That's a lot of notes. 
Oh my goodness gracious. That's just, that'd be intimidating. <laughs> Guess who the guy who was named... He was from ancient Greece. Guess what his name was who, like, really invented it. This is ancient Greece, 3rd century BC. So this is when it was kind of made. Well, I don't, I don't so, know, know. His name is Hydraulis. Oh, that's weird. A little bit like hydraulics. Yeah. So it kind of goes hand in yeah. hand, sort of. Oh, so it, it, the wind supply was created by the weight of displaced water. Okay. So there's water involved, at least back then. Well, that would make sense if it was hydraulic. <laughs> right, right. Oh, man, there's a lot of... So you got Constantine the Fifth. you got the Byzantine Empire... King of the Franks, Pepin the Short. <laughs> um, so, really, it was, I mean, the, the church requested it because of its sound. And so that's, I guess that's why it's associated so much with churches, because they specifically wanted that sound. So, I was somewhat close. The first organ... Uh, according to record, was in the Winchester Cathedral in the 10th century. It had 400 pipes, and you needed two men to play it, and 70 men to blow. And the sound could be heard throughout the city. It's terrifying. Ugh. So, they were, put, they were obviously put in... Oh, it was Bach's fugue, uh, fugue in G minor, because it, it's got a little, it's got a little uh, video here. I'm not going to play it, but the flight of the bumblebee could be played on it. Um, crazy. <laughs> yeah. So the development. Let's look at the development here because I am super curious as to how the heck they got. All this stuff in it. Um, construction. So, the pipes are either made out of wood or metal. And so there's one pitch per pipe. Um... An organ contains two actions or systems of moving parts. When a key is depressed, the key action emits wind into a pipe. To stop action, the stop action allows the organist to control which ranks are engaged. An action may be mechanical, pneumatic, or electrical, or some combination of these. Yeah, because they have electric organs too, don't they? Uh, man. I want to know how they get the air in there. How do they do it? It's not telling me. Oh, 
Wait. So when you press down on the key, there, there's something in the back. It's basically pushing down the air. So like when you push down the key, not only does it open... Kinda, and it opens up the pipes depending on which notes you're playing. So whenever you play a note, it pushes air down, and then the the keys are opening the pipes, basically. Oh, the wind system. Yeah. So... Interesting. And they, they use water. So... Organ builders traditionally measure organ wind using a water U-tube manometer, which gives the pressure as a difference in water levels in the two legs of the manometer. So basically, it's using water pressure to to push the accordion-like thing down. So, that's interesting. There are stop knobs. So those knobs they they stop the action. So if you want if you want the note to stop, you you pull the knob in it. So if you don't want to hear a note throughout the the uh the song, you just pull that and that those pipes won't open. That okay. it, it just seems so complex. It it terrifies me, truly. <laughs> but I don't think there's much more, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, the three main parts, you got the pipes, the, the, the manuals, which are the keys and the, I mean, the little air mechanism, but yeah, pipe organs are, they're unique. They're probably one of the biggest instruments. I don't, I can't think of an instrument any bigger, really. Because they can take up buildings. And so they're they're humongous. They the sound they create or can create is unlike anything any other instrument can do. Like the sound is a testament to how big the instrument is. And just the, the the fact that you can hear it throughout a city if you have the right kind of organ. It's just it's 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 a modern marvel, truly. The fact that it, it's come from humble beginnings to 33,000 pipes. Yeah. That is... Well, how big was the first one? Did it say that? It had like 12 pipes, I think is what it said. 12 or 20. Interesting. Yeah, not a lot. So it's, it's come a long way. It's something uh, something that is on my bucket list to see in person. Like, not just see it, but to hear it. Like, have someone play it. I, I, I want to see that done in my life at some point. I don't know where the nearest one is. I want to hear it. That's what I'm going to do. I wanna, that's going to be the last thing I do is look up. So we live in the Midwest part. Like, we're upper Illinois. Um... Two miles from Chicago. Uh, two miles? Two, two hours. <laughs> um, closest, closest 
pipe organ to me. <laughs> List of pipe organs. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to find... Believe it or not, that's not something you can just search on Google Maps. Uh, are there... Well, I'm saying, like, it, it brought, like, usually if you have a Google Maps, it's like, this is how close it is and all that. Are there any pipe organs in Illinois? That might be a better question to ask. Oh, okay, so the biggest one in Illinois is in San Filippo? San Filippo? Where is that? San Filippo, Illinois. Close to Chicago. Um, oh, it's Barrington, Illinois, the San Filippo estate. So let me see how far that is from here. Just, just out of curiosity. It is about two hours and six minutes away. It's very close to Schaumburg okay. uh, in Crystal Lake, Algonquin. <laughs> um, so if you're listening and you're, you're near that, uh, if you go to the F- San Filippo estate, which <laughs> is a private home, you have to schedule a visit to go see it. But if you're anywhere near um, like Fox River Grove... Algonquin, where McHenry, Fox Lake, Elgin is really close. Yeah, so there's a lot of, that's that's the nearest uh, pipe organ, uh, at least to us. Um, what I suggest is if you haven't ever heard it, even if you YouTube it, there's just some amazing amazing pieces of work that have been that have been written. No, the YouTube video does not do it justice. Even the, like, even when you have a surround sound, well, we can't really, we obviously can't say it, but we know, we know it doesn't do it justice because even though we haven't been there, it's not as, it's not near as loud as it could be. So my suggestion to you is if you are musically inclined, if you enjoy the sound of classical music and modern music, if you... Okay, thank you. <laughs> if you enjoy, if you are musically inclined and enjoy enjoy listening to different types of music, I, I, highly recommend. And if you've if you've already seen it in person, I'm highly envious of you. Um, go see a pipe organ near you. You know, it it it, it may not be like a movie, but sometimes it can. Something about music just emotionally grabs you, and I'm sure. With the grandiose of a pipe organ, you you would be overwhelmed. So, I know this is a shorter episode. Um, didn't really have a guest. Hopefully, next week, we can find a guest. We can find some time to sit down and have an actual conversation. And uh, the next episode, maybe I'll have a guest. Maybe it'll just be me and my dog. I don't know. Stevie, do you have anything to say?
All right, good job. Uh, she had nothing to say. So with that, I will see you in the next episode. Have a great rest of your week.